Hello there and welcome to BizPod. On today's episode, we are talking with Sandra Hay. She is the CEO and founder of Hay International and a fantastic love coach and generally just knows a lot about valuing your self-worth. This episode was recorded on the 19th of November, 2020. Oh, it's quite right. How's, how's life been faring you recently, if I may ask? Oh, yes. Uh, well, actually, right now I'm in the midst of starting my second business. So it's oh, all wow. like a bit, you know, that's why I'm traveling. I'm originally from Serbia. So I'm opening here my, um, like a healthy food shop. And, you know, oh, wow. so yeah, I'm having my coaching business, which is something that I do whilst I'm in UK. But last year I started this project, so now we are about to finalize it. So it is a bit crazy, but we are ah, managing. Well done. Oh, how how did it all come together? Because obviously, you have you just moved to Serb? Uh, moved moved, if I may ask. Well, actually, I've met my husband uh, in Dubai, and then we moved to UK. That's why I ended up mm. in Scotland. But then last year, whilst I was home in Serbia we had this idea and we just started the project to see if anything's going, you know, like you start something, but you don't put too much thought, like, okay, mm. it would be great if it happens, but no pressure. And then it happens. So it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now you have good. all of these things to finalize. And I mean, it's quite exciting, but still it's, you know, a lot of challenges, a lot of things to learn and all that. Mm. And how have you found that transition? Because obviously uh, coaching, you know, it's, there's a, a lot of, kind of skills and mm-hmm. kind of learning that's involved in that, but this is something quite different. How have you yeah. found that transition? Well, actually, uh, I mean, there is no transition. I'm still keeping my coaching business. This will mm. be the second business that I'm starting. But I'm, uh, I have a master's degree in pharmacy. So I was pharmacist wow. before I became a coach. So basically, I was always connected to this, to health, to... Uh, you know, like that, that part of like healthy food, healthy lifestyle in, with pharmacy medicine, of course, and working with patients. So that was a big part of my life before. And this somehow was like the best part of pharmacy that I have. Like we are working with a mm. lot of natural supplements and medicine and food. So there is that element of health. Uh, before we had shop like that was family shop so I had some you know experience in retail not not a lot so basically now all my experience from before came together it's not you know like I was thinking about it what I can do next and all that it just basically fell into my lap so to speak (laughs) I think that's um, so much of what business is at the end of the day is that you have these skills and you're able to do this stuff um, so that's just really incredible that you're, yeah, it's all go, despite <laughs> the current climate. Well, it, but it's so interesting that you said, I mean, basically, entrepreneurship in its core, it's like solving a problem, right? Mm. So last year when I was here, we have this um, shop with healthy food and all that. But it's really, there is no soul, there is no nice customer service. And I was so frustrated, like, ah. Oh, and then my mom is like, why don't you open a shop? And I'm like, hmm, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and basically it just started from a conversation and from that little frustration that you are not getting what you want here yeah. to like, 
okay, now I'm really opening a shop. Let's see all these little details that we that we have to learn and do. And yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, and it's quite nice because obviously coming from, you know, pharmacy uh, coaching to now doing the shop, there's like a, yeah. you know, a beautiful blend of you know, like helping people yeah. to self-improve, but also kind of doing the, the health stuff as well. It seems very symbiotic yeah. in that well, way. Well, exactly. It, it, when you say it first, it seems like completely different, but also I'm, I'm energy healer as well. So, you know, like I see with energy healing, let's say you have a lot of spiritual elements, you have you know, like approaching from, from energy mm. point, it's also kind of healing. With coaching, you also have a lot of spirituality and then mental element and emotional element and physical. So it's kind of all connected on some level. On the surface, it seems so different, but at the core, I feel that it's very similar. And I feel that yeah. the mission, like with my mission, my uh, with my coaching, my mission was always to bring more love into the world. And with this, it's almost the same just it's different way of love it's more self-love taking care of yourself physically mm -hmm. you know like it's basically the same mission with a different way of getting to it yeah and i think definitely right now with everyone sort of stuck at home um it can be that you can, i think you can forget to care about yourself almost i think a lot of the friends that i've seen have sort of just gotten stuck down and working or have just been doing some coaching or have just been doing you know what is available but i think we still have that need to care for ourselves so i think it's really wonderful that you're you're still doing this um we we saw your instagram and, and we're really impressed especially you know with the integration with tiktok as well um mm -hmm. how have you found the the use of social media especially sort of over the last eight months well actually i mean i i basically started using social media before of course but over the past months just because we were so much like in the house and there is not many things to do mm. except for internet mm. and tv like <laughs> there are no other things there are no other outlets so i feel that a lot of things started revolving around it and i just feel that even people who never used social media before they are getting into it like come on my mom became youtuber this summer <laughs> <laughs> Oh my That's God, <laughs> so it's like I just feel that people getting more into that uh, like all all sorts of outlets is it Facebook or Instagram or TikTok mm. or YouTube like people are getting into all this and for me I feel that it's very useful for m many things like if you want to connect with people of course but also for business you can reach everyone there and it's like for me, I feel that's the core of the of the business, like even clients that I'm getting, people that I'm meeting for collaborations, it's mainly happening from social media. And I feel that it's really getting more and more this year. Ah, and ha have you found it slightly easier now being able that, you know, I think before social media was like, you know, it's, uh, much more secondary uh, as a way of communication, but now that it's kind of came... Uh, more of a focus for everyone slightly easier to make those connections with clients and stuff like that yeah because i feel that now everybody's on social media that's the thing you know people before ha they had more choice now it's basically you know that's it i mean in in love coaching and now we see that online dating is like at its top like it was never like this before you know like in 2017 they were like 
third of the couples are meeting online. Now we still don't have statistics, but this year probably it's like 95%, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's huge difference how people are moving online. And when you are online for me, social media is almost unavoidable. Even if you don't want it, your friends are there, this person is there. So you download it to communicate with someone. And then before you know it, you are there every day. Yeah. And it's kind of amazing where, you know, you could have that one app, even as someone who uses social media and you're like, oh, I don't want, let's say, WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. And, you know, eventually for 2020 and keeping connected to share, you're picking them all up like Pokemon cards. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's so spot on. Like all these apps that you never thought that you will have, it's just like, you know, because this person is there and they are communicating and they are having a group or whatever it's happening. And suddenly you are on it and you are having your accounts mm. and you know yeah and how, how have you found it from the kind of coaching side of things because obviously you know i think people think of online dating like they see like the couple apps but it really expands out of the the edges and overlaps and you have video calls it's there's a lot more to it in that yeah yeah absolutely so basically I'm, I'm working mainly with single women to attract their person and this year we so that online dating was basically the source where you are meeting people. So I met my husband online uh, three years back. So I have my own experience. And after that, I started, you know, helping first my friends. And I was like, okay, this is working. There is like a system how I got to this place. And now when I'm helping my clients, as you said, there are so many different options now available, even more than before, but still concept is the same. And what is happening there that, again, everybody is on online dating. And then you see sometimes people get shocked because it's like a, a, a menu of people. You have all sorts of people, you know, like usually when you are meeting mm. people in person, you don't have that influx of, of information all at once. And on online dating, you're just swiping and then you can see all sorts of people. Yeah. So I feel that people sometimes get like, oh my goodness, look at this person, look at that. Like they are, you know, like <laughs> the people that they've never seen that way of thinking, that way of talking they never saw in real life and now people are opening up because you have to describe yourself you have to say what you want you are showing your personality so I just feel that online dating can trigger you in so many different ways that it's yeah it, it for some people can be very enjoyable and for others not so much yeah. <laughs> it really depends how you approach it i think that's quite interesting because i know we've talked a little bit about this with sort of other people it seems to be a reoccurring theme that keeps coming back the idea mm -hmm. of um physical presences online and and of sort of uh trying to be true and and a person and yourself and i think especially in the realms of online dating it becomes so constructed, you know, it, it can be incredibly difficult to sort of be your real true self. Um, mm. But I think at least in, in your branding and the work that you have done, you still sort of come across as, as a person. And so that's just sort of wonderful to see that, that, you know, you are able to do that with your branding and therefore, okay, that must transfer through the coaching and then, okay, how does it go on? Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, what is very interesting that when people want to find someone, first thing that they are like, I need to meet more people. This is a numbers game. The more people I meet, you know, like it's it's all the same team. And when you look deeper into that, because I was in that mindset for years, I was 
online dating like for a few years before I met my husband it was absolute disaster because I was meeting all these people that I didn't want like Mm -hmm. you are looking for this committed relationship for this love story and all that and then you just attract guys who you know they are just there to hang out they are there for sex they are there for something casual nobody's looking for what you want and it was really frustrating like what am I doing wrong and then when I stopped and I decided to make this thing work for me I really stopped dating and I turned inside and I was working on my confidence on my self-love on my mindset like I was really becoming a person that I want to be dating that I want to you know like I was basically becoming that version of myself who will attract person that I want and when I made that shift when I first done that internal work and then went back online dating in two weeks I matched with my husband and it's like is this this easy like no way (laughs) but just because I moved focus from oh will I be liked by this guy what he will think about me no I was thinking what do I think about him will I like him so now I am the prize and I am the catch and I am evaluating you not the other way around so when I shifted my focus then online dating became very useful tool and it experience was completely different because I know what I want exactly and if you are not that person I'm not wasting time with you it's not that you are bad or anything else Mm. we just have different interests and we are looking for different things and when you evaluate things like that just everything shifts Mm. and and I think that uh, that kind of ethos can expand to a lot of things like there's uh, we were recently chatting about this on one of our our most recent episodes of the BizPod where you know if you understand your own self-worth as a, a creative or a business and the services you offer, offer, that can kind of come across when you're chatting with clients or people that you're working with. Like people, they're looking for people that are confident in what they do uh, and then confident in themselves. Absolutely. I mean, that was the the great thing even in, in, in a business. I would never start even a business if I was in that state of mind as before. No way that I would see that anyone in the world would want what I have to offer. Mm. And only when I became mm. confident and when I realized my worth, that is when I started my business. But then you have all of these different layers that you are getting to like because when you started first oh my goodness will anyone buy this will anyone be interested in and then you see all the single women out there of course people are interested in that that is like their dream but just you don't see that because you are you are making it about yourself like am I good enough instead of making it about them and serving them Mm -hmm. when I go out of my way and say you know what this is not about me this is about other people and serving them. That is when you don't even think if I'm good enough or if I have enough self-love or self-worth because it's not about me. It's about this woman out there who is single and who is maybe crying herself to sleep because she's so lonely. Mm. You know, and when you shift mm. that, it's like, wait a minute, my fear of showing up or doing a live stream or sending a message or posting it's so secondary comparing to the mission and what you are putting out there Mm. wow and that that's incredibly noble and was it how how did you come to this epiphany or kind of idea that you know it's like you know i have something here i can give back was it somebody maybe spoke to you and brought it to your attention or was it kind of upon looking back at your own story and being like yeah. I, I know the steps here. Well, actually, I um, I 
had a coach, of course. And then I hear them saying, selling is service, selling is serving. When you see selling as service, then you won't be uncomfortable with it and all that. And then you intellectually, that sounds quite right, but you don't get it until you do it. And it really took me a while to, because, you know, like our knowledge on its own means nothing. You can understand something mentally, but if you don't do it, you don't know it because we have mental level, emotional level and physical level of knowing. So only when I really started embodying that and doing that, that is when I learned what that means. And it didn't come overnight and it didn't come from hearing that somewhere. For me, I do a lot of meditation. I um, visualize a lot. I journal a lot. So for me, that was my inner exploration to really embody this and feel what it means to me. You know, like mm. to really feel it on these all different levels. And then when you start doing it, it's like, well, yeah, that's the truth. That is when fear disappears and all that. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. Of course, I will have fears and it will show up and all that. But now it's so short and you recognize it and you say, there is no place for you. <laughs> you know, So it's, yeah. you, you don't become a perfect person. You don't tackle this and it will never show up. Mm. It shows up, but now you know how to deal with it better. And, and I think that's just a generally amazing mindset to have anyway as a person, but also clearly so key to business because you were then able to sort of harness that and go, well, actually, no, I can do this. Um, and yet again, you're, you're, you're starting another business. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just think you see like when you move yourself out of your own way, then you allow your ideas to become reality. Because, mm. you know, like we all have great ideas every person in this world but what is percentage of people that act on them yeah and i think that and people I who act on them are these people who realize that there is something bigger than themselves and i think especially with um services and stuff like that you know it's there's an element of you know being like oh am i the the best photographer in this area like there's a self part of review which can be quite tough for a lot of people to do and kind of go under and they'll be like, you know, I'm good, but I'm not the best, which I think being able to have that positive mindset and be like, actually, no, you know, I, I am good at this or I can do this in a unique way is vital in kind of pushing yourself forward and kind of taking that leap uh, into the next venture. Well, I just, it's so interesting that you mentioned that because recently, like that message keeps on coming. I don't know, I, I watched this documentary with Muhammad Ali and he's like, he is saying everyone, I am the best, I am the best, I am the best. And then when you believe that other people will believe you, maybe you are not the best, but if you are saying it, other will feel that. And if you are saying, oh, I don't know, am I good? And you know, like when you are questioning it, other people will question it because uh, we are all connected and we feel each other energies. And that is that part that comes you can say whatever you want, but behind all that is the energy. And if energy is not at the right place, your words are basically meaningless because, you know, like body language is, I don't know, like 95%, right? Of our communication, 93% of our communication. So your words are so insignificant comparing to what you are showing. Yeah. And it is a it is very much true what you're saying about you know you're you're picking up the the energy from people where, you know, 
I feel like if you're you're surrounding yourself with people who are kind of outgoing, they're trying new stuff, they're you know they're happy, they're friendly. You you kind of pick that up and you carry that forward. Like uh, whereas if you're kind of hanging around with people who are like, eh, you know, I'm just going to yeah. take like an entire week off to do nothing. It's it's like not good energy for kind of a, an entrepreneurial spirit. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I especially I'm as I mentioned before, I am energy healer, and now I understand energies. So when you see it even from that point of view, you realize why sometimes you meet person and then you are like, oh, you know, and then sometimes <laughs> yeah. you meet person it's like, oh my goodness, this person is amazing. And basically you don't know anything about either one of them, but mm-hmm. one person you consider amazing, another person is like, mm, I wouldn't like to hang out with you. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think that's where you can get some of these problems, at least that I feel as a quite extroverted person that when then everything is done through a camera lens and over the internet, I think there is an amount of sort of energy that is lost. I think it can get really difficult to pick up uh, on really on how people are. Though, of course, if people are sort of overtly presenting, you can really get an idea. Um, so I think it is interesting this year, sort of everyone has sort of been forced online, but does that mean, or do you think that people are starting to get much better online etiquette? I just feel that now there is more authenticity. For me, that was the biggest thing. You know, like even like just look at Instagram before everything was curated. We all have to be uh, sexy, rich and smiley all the time. And now you have more of this real content. People are more showing who they are. And I think that is where we are moving towards, like being really you online. And probably that came from us being comfortable being online or you know like for example last year i first time when i saw tiktok it was like oh my goodness what is that (laughs) and then when you start getting into it then you see all of these people who are just who they are they don't care what is production quality or if they use the perfect sentence or no they are just who they are they show it if you like it you like it if you don't it's okay so I just feel that now um, media overall is just moving towards that. Yeah, and it's I think that there is generally a, a trend of that with like technology moving forward. Um, it's like, you know, we, we went from, let's say, interviews, for instance, what we're doing now. You know, we went from that being on talk shows and it was overproduced mm, and everybody's yeah. in their shiny shoot, suits and there's a whole audience to, you know, we're we're just doing it across the internet uh you know midday on a, a first day and you know it's a lot more casual and you get a, a far more authentic um impression yeah absolutely that's so spot on like when you see podcasts now everybody can have podcasts there is no you know like a filter you need to be this person and have this i don't know background or whatever you can start podcast and share your idea and that's it so yeah i mean that's so spot on yeah, and yeah, uh, kind of overall, how have you, you found um, kind of using TikTok for, for marketing? Because I, I won't lie, it's in terms of marketing, it's like I've seen a couple of companies, you know, they're, they're like, you know, big chain places, but at kind of our sort of scale, it's a lot of, you know, um, you, you don't really see as much. So how have you, you found it yourself? Well, actually, I haven't used TikTok a lot for marketing. It was mainly, you know, like I just had it as an account. I started posting there just, for fun. I never considered it mm. that seriously un- until this year. So I post- posted some of my like coaching stuff, but not a lot. So I wouldn't say that 
I have a lot of experience there. I have, uh, you know, I was showing or sharing some tips, uh, especially now, for example, when we have reels on Instagram, you can um, um, cross promote the same videos and all that in that way. Mm. I never spend too much time putting into TikTok and what is happening there. But I just feel that, for example, it's so easy to connect with people there. It's much easier to get to someone. I, I didn't use it as much as I should probably because, you know, like it's so easy there to, to post something that will go viral, for example. I just remember I posted this summer a video that got like over the period of two months it was constantly getting traffic and it had mm. 1.8 million views wow. so it's a huge traffic there and then you are like wow that's amazing you don't get that on any other platform so i don't use it as much as i should and i think it can be very useful you you mentioned uh, some companies but then you see loads of individuals there who build their yeah. only on tiktok they they started let's say as makeup artists just putting makeup every day and now they are basically left their job and having their own business only from that pool of people that are there so i think it's great opportunity i don't use it as much as i should but yeah it's definitely great opportunity yeah it's, it's always interesting and exciting to see new platforms booming like that where you know right now it's, we could pick out a hundred accounts on instagram that have grew and built and uh, fostered communities and businesses around their their instagram accounts yeah. uh, and it's looking towards tiktok and the kind of next generation of apps mm. and just being like there is so much possibility there and especially with the authenticity that you, you mentioned yeah. uh, quite exciting well, for me, what I see, for example, when Instagram Reels came out, it was quite obvious that that is their answer to TikToks. You know, we want mm. part of that. So basically, they want to stay relevant and then they see what next generation of people want. So it is very exciting because I feel that I feel that new generation is much more authentic than any form of marketing before and that is really exciting because as you mentioned before everything was so staged everything was so perfect everything was so professional and then you don't mm. see anything else except for that segment that they are showing you mm. and now almost like all of that is gone now you are presenting much more authentically basically behind the scene and the scene are becoming one yeah and, and would you say i guess that that maybe moves us into kind of a dangerous era or or that that it can be really difficult to tell what is somebody being authentic or what is sponsored content or do you feel that as we see more sort of adverts and marketing like this that we will become sort of more fine-tuned to be able to recognizing it i just feel that you can always recognize that I mean, we are talking about energy. Sometimes people are selling you from the place of serving you. And sometimes they will sell you, oh, this gimmick to make a million in three days, you know, like, and mm -hmm. I feel like even if they are not saying it like that, you can feel it. So, uh, you know, like you can see on TikTok, you have these people who are building businesses and nobody's hiding that. It's not like, Oh, I will try to manipulate you. No, I'm openly selling you. And if you want to buy, buy. If you don't want, don't yeah, want. Yeah. And I feel that that is marketing that is becoming it's very open and trans transparent. And for me, that is that is really exciting. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a, a very exciting and unprecedented time. And 
how, how have you found with the, the clients that you've been getting recently? Obviously, I imagine the motivations and how, how they're looking at things have been different to maybe a client you would have gotten, let's say, December 2019. Yeah. Is it people wanting who are maybe used to all the new stuff and are kind of trying to adapt and get onto a new level? Or is it people maybe unfamiliar and trying, let's say, online dating for the first time? Hmm. Well, there are a lot of people who are, I, I wouldn't say that they are trying for the first time. Maybe they tried it in the past, but then it was very short. Maybe they created a profile, but never gave it too much thought. So you have that pool of people. Then you have people who are, who were dating online before, but also now there is a difference in anyone, in everyone, because I feel that this year really changed everyone in certain ways. So for mm. me this year, 2020 with pandemic and lockdown all of that for me it meant like all the distractions are removed from your life and now you are left with the core of of what you have your health your family your nearest surrounding mm. and then you were forced to look at it before you could go out you could meet someone you could go to cinema you could have go to pub you, you had all of these distractions but now all of that is removed and a lot of people didn't like what they see. That's why this year we have a lot of breakups. We have um, uh, divorces. We have um, uh, so much increased uh, um, calls for domestic violence. Mm. Unfortunately, in many cases, it triggered not so good things. In other cases, people were so appreciative of what they have and really liked what they see in their life. And then they could see, okay, I like this, but I want more of that. So for me, it was really like your life was stripped completely from anything that is, you know, unnecessary. And then you are left with what you have. So the same thing with, with my clients, I feel that their mindset shifted a lot. So people who are single, they realized if I like being single or not, because now it's under almost like magnifying glass and you have to see it. There is no distraction. Mm -hmm. There is no distraction uh, around anything. And um, yeah, it's very interesting. I feel that mindset of people is changed. And I feel that people are looking for not different thing, but with different intention, they are looking for the same thing. So before people were looking for someone, you know, like just, okay, I should have someone, but now they are having it because of that and that and that reason. Mm -hmm. So I feel that intentions changed a lot. Yeah, and I, I think uh, I, I completely uh, agree with the idea. It's the, the fact that, you know, lives are getting simplified in ways and kind of stripped back a little. And it's such a, a marvelous portrait to kind of self-reflect on. And that it's been really lovely chatting to you, Sandra. We're, we're kind of uh, running out of time. But if people wanted to learn kind of more about what you do uh, and, you know, kind of the services and stuff you do, where would be the, the best place to, to learn and find more? Well, as we mentioned, social media, of course, so we are all there. So mainly I'm on Instagram at the Sandra Hay and also Facebook, the same, um, the Sandra Hay. Again, they can find me on TikTok if they are there, it's the same. And also there is my website, sandrahay.com, where they can find all the information and freebies. And if you don't mind, I will just offer to any single lady who is listening uh, a free call with me if they are interested 
to really dive deeper, to uncover what is stopping them from finding their person and to create a plan to get to that place where they want in their love life. So if they are looking for, for something like that, I will leave you a link so you can share it in this episode or again they can go on my website and and find the information and again they can send me always a message i'm very open to communicate with them so this was a really interesting one anton in in sort of our search for guests um i was trying to find more voice representation and and here we are a, a businesswoman who's well traveled really interesting background and yeah well, what a wonderful person to talk to yeah you know it was a lovely conversation just as you know a conversation very authentic uh, and i just you know it's exciting to see you know that you know, they, they've clearly done a lot of work in this particular field, uh, but it's fantastic to see them at this kind of leaping off point as they go on to a new venture, and I, I wish them all the best. Yes, absolutely. I think it can be such a scary time to start a business, as we have found out, but we are always so keen on, on talking with more people who are, and I don't think we currently have spoken yet to anyone who was actually starting a new one so it's really it's really interesting to see that once you've got the skills to do business you really can just sort of launch off and and just keep going yeah and it has been a fantastic episode and we've got uh, plenty more uh, in our full back catalog which you can find uh, either on your podcatcher of choice or on nakamedia.co.uk as well as all the other information about some of the services we offer uh, we are on social media we are indeed, and that is Nakamedia LLP, or at Nakamedia LLP on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, and yeah, our, our little wee ravens are, are you know, uh, inspired and away on a date, but they will be ready as soon as you need them to uh, collect your scrolls, uh, packages, uh, and large crates. Uh, they're very ambitious. They, they collaborate, teamwork, you know, it's part of business. <laughs> they're really hench, hench <laughs> ravens that can really lift stuff. Um, and what if you wanted to send us an email? Oh, yes, you would be sending that to contact at nakamedia.co.uk. Uh, do let us know, you know, obviously if there's anything we can help with, if you're interested in coming on the podcast, if you've got a business, we would love to hear from you. Uh, or just even self-employed, self-starting, or just interested in the, the topic of entrepreneurship and business, uh, do get in contact because we'd love to hear from you. We absolutely would. And from all of us at Nakamedia, bye for now. Au revoir.